Sean, how are you feeling about them Raptors? I'm feeling good about them. I think that they have a chance to win this series. We'll see what happens. This episode will come out after. So either we're going to be a liar or we're going to be, or sorry, I'm going to be a liar. I'm going to be right. Jeez. Big words, big words. I personally, I'm going to go on a limb right now. Raptors in seven. Remember, I did say Raps in six. Um, Wrong. Something light. I'm okay. You Wrong. I'm all about history. In fantasy, I set history. The Raps are going to do the same thing too. So it's all good. It's all good. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, they have been playing really well. I like um, everything I've been seeing from them. It's it's exciting. The only game I really got uh, really pissed off in was game three. That game, I felt they were going to lose the whole time. And then they did, which pissed me off. But since then, they've just kind of turned it around. So it's good. One thing that I hate about sports is when a superstar or the team, the best player on the team is injured and the team is on this winning streak. And then there's this false illusion of, oh, man, the team is better without that star player. Maybe we should trade that player. And I'm speaking of Fred Van Fleet. Um, I hope he does play in game seven. I know he's not playing in game six, but I hope he plays in game seven and they're able, because they need him moving forward. This whole thing of we don't need him is pure stupidity. I feel that we need him for game seven and a Miami series. I don't think we need him in game six. Oh my goodness. Okay, the thing about it and the, the thing that really bothered me watching game three was that I feel that Pascal and Fred get way too trigger happy. They don't typically pass the ball as much as they should. You know, and what we've been seeing since Fred has gone down is a lot of ball movement, a lot of passing. And that's something I really do feel would go away if Fred is there because most people defer to him. So I'm liking what I'm seeing right now, but like for game sevens, you know, teams like Miami, you need to be fully loaded. So that's why I am I'm comfortable with him not being there for six. Game seven, I'm a little bit less comfortable, but the Miami series, I'm 100% uncomfortable with him not playing. I want Fred to play. Remember, when you win in the playoffs, you don't really make any adjustments. When you lose, that's when you make the adjustments. Right now, Philly's on a two-game losing streak. Um, there are going to be a few adjustments. I know Doc wants to play a lot quicker. The best way to counter a big lineup that the Raptors put out is by having a small lineup, full court pressing, rush them, not letting them set up. But if they go small, I don't know what's going to happen with Joel Embiid. And James Harden, he's he's moving like he's old. Like They said he's aging like dog, like a, in dog years, which is crazy. Who said that? Um, I think it was someone on someone on ESPN said he's aging like a dog. These guys are super disrespectful, man. I don't get it, but um, he definitely has not been playing the way that we're used to him playing. But he is a bigger guard. I feel knowing that I'm a bigger guy, and um, you were a bigger guy too. You know how it feels. As you start getting older, you start to feel more and more and more. You know, whereas when you're smaller. I can only assume you don't feel the same aches and pains that other people do. Ron, 
I still identify. I'm still a big guy, you know. I still identify as a big guy. Okay. I don't like how everyone keeps on saying, "Mike, you're not one of us anymore." What? I'm, I'm part of that community forever. You're not a big guy, man. Ron, I, yo, I still. You should see the guys that I have to guard in this men's league, eh? Guys that are easy over three bills, three hundred pounds, easy, and I still gotta go out and guard them, and they're they're over six feet. You know, they're probably six three, six four. No, no, no. I lied. Not even six three, six five and up. There was this one light skinned guy. Um, he was like six seven. I had to guard him. Three bills. No, 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 no. Not the light skinned guy. He was lean. Like he was the his teammate was a guy. He was three. And he was kill. <laughs> I try to front him, so I try to guard I try to stand in front of him, so they had to lob it over. It's it took me a took me a few tries to get over. It was pretty hard. I can only imagine. But you can still be strong and not be a big guy. So that's probably what you're utilizing. You have a lot of strength, so that's probably all it is. I know, but with the combination of my weight plus my strength, I was unstoppable. I was Zeus. You were definitely stoppable. Stop this. I've seen you get strapped up before. Relax. What? No, 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 no. No, no. Come on, Ron. Outlaws was... Outlaws was like LeBron's season this year. You cannot count that. I count it. Nah, man, that team was super dysfunctional. You know, I always see uh the 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 Filipino guard, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him all the time because I I help ref in um the league. He's a rep coach. He has he has some young guns still. Um, yeah, yeah. His his the the two teams uh the two games I ref for him. Yeah, it was a couple of, I want to say it was like maybe in February. His team got blown out by one game was 20. The other game, I think, was 40. So I'm assuming you're alluding to something. But I'm not going to. No, no, I'm just saying. Why are you smiling then? I'm, because you're smiling. I'm not smiling. <laughs> like this guy's something else, man. No, I'm just, I'm just telling you what happened. That's it. Again, uh, talent-wise, I don't know. When... When people, when players try to make that transition from playing, from becoming a player to a coach, it is pretty difficult. He was a great point guard. I actually really, not great, because, you know, greats are very, we got to save that word great. You can't just hand it out to everyone. But no, he was, he was a, he's a, he could really play. I like this style. Uh, smart guard. <laughs> All right, man. I forgot about your basketball team. Oh. Ah, oh, Ron, let's not even talk about that, man. What happened? Let's not even. We're 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 in fifth place right mm. now, um, out of twelve mm. teams. Um, we have one more regular season mm. game, which is happening this Sunday, and then we have playoffs. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. There's just one team that can be a threat. Bro, you're fifth That's place. Just one team. Yeah. There's four teams guaranteed to be better than you. No, Ron. Ron, I think we probably had one game with our full roster. You guys think that you could just turn it on and off, eh? Yes, 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 we can. We can. I feel that um, next week you're going to be crying. That's my vibe. Hopefully, for your sake, you're not crying, but 
I, I, I feel you will be. No, no. Okay, you'll see, Ron. Don't worry. I will. I will save the highlights and I'll send it to you. We can use the highlights uh, for the for the thumbnail for uh, you know this uh, next episode. Maybe the lowlights we will use. That'll be fun here. <sighs> Lord have Lord, Lord, Lord. Just keeping it real, sir. Well, everyone, welcome to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense. Um, this is episode 55, 55, big, big number, big, big number. Remember, you can always listen to us on all major platforms. Ron, I didn't get the platform part mixed up. I'm the only one that ever does that. So, well, you know what, Ron, you, you do the intro all the time. So like eventually, you know, come on, like we're on episode 55. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, Ron, one thing I completely forgot, I was when I was listening to the episode, you asked me the question of what success is, and I answered. I didn't even get to ask you back. What is success to you, or in your eyes? Just being satisfied with where you are in life. It's not really, uh, I guess it's more of an intangible thing, but some people it's tangible, like they actually have certain markers that they lay, lay out for themselves. But, yeah, success is just based on, like, what you feel about yourself at a certain point in your life. And at each stage of your life, there's different things that you consider to be success. Do you think that once someone reaches, because I was thinking about it, if someone reaches that, that mark of success, it could be, you know, getting that career, uh, meeting that wonderful person. Do you think once they reach, like, you can ever be satisfied? and just call it quits with your success or do you just naturally i think i'm going to be completely honest i think at a certain point you can just be satisfied um with the success you have some people can some people can't i know some people where i know for a fact that they feel like they've achieved all the goals that they have in life and they're good it's interesting when you see them because they're relatively young too so that's why I always find it weird. But I haven't asked them that recently to get a gauge on if they've made like, you know, another, you know, goal for themselves. But I do think it just comes down to the individual. Some people are satisfied with certain things and then that's all they need and they'll be good. Okay. You know what? I have a I have a part I have a second part for, to that comment. Um Blueface, the rapper. Some of you guys might know him. Um he, he had a line, and he said, don't tell me how to make a million until you make a million. Do you think that if someone is not successful, because I personally, I agree with this quote, right? To a certain degree, we should not be taking advice from others that are not even, that are not at the same level, right? Do you think that's a fair judgment? I think it is. And I, I think each situation is independent of each other. Like, I, I do feel that some people can give you advice without actually attaining it, you know? The reason for that is, like, it, it's the way I look at coaching. Just because you didn't play professional sports doesn't mean you can't coach a professional athlete. But a lot of people feel that you need to play professional sports in order to be able to coach them. That's not fair. When it comes to something like making a million dollars, like 
that is something that's a little bit more specific. You know, like, if you've never really made a million dollars, a lot of times you think the way to make it is, like, you know, creating some, like, huge brand or, or some, like, clothing brand or becoming an athlete or becoming a rapper. You know, that's how a lot of people, it seems like, think. Like, that's the best way to make money. But then there's a bunch of people out there that make money without doing all that stuff, you know? So, like, there are multiple ways to do this. And I feel like a lot of times the people that are giving advice where they're like, hey, you just need to get one big song. You know, you just need to make it to the league. That type of stuff. It's usually people that didn't make it, you know, that are usually giving that advice. Because that's a long shot. And there's a lot easier ways to make that money. It's not easy. I guess not really easy, but like it's it's ways that almost any of us are able to achieve it versus becoming a professional athlete, which is really hard. But I think I think when it comes to sports, um, I think sports is one of those exceptions that does not fall under this umbrella. Just on the fact that we play sports during our leisure time. Right. Like, look, Ron, we played on countless of teams. Right. Yes, we're not at the level as as a pro, but we are at the level where we can understand. We watch, we play, we coached, we do fan, we played fantasy, so we understand the stats and who to plug in and who not to plug in. Um, so I think sports is that one exception, but I think in other things, like unless you have some experience, like like I can say when it comes to cooking, right? Um. I think I'm pretty good at it, right? So I know you said that you make some good pizzas, right? I remember one time we were talking about that. What was it, deep dish or oven pizza that you made? I that didn't one say time? good pizzas. I said I try making pizzas. It was a Chicago deep dish. I know. Yeah, yeah, but Ron, your pizza is good. I would assume, correct? You ate it and you made it more than once. Yes, I ate it and made it more than once. Right. So because even though I never made pizza before. Because I understand how to cook and I know my way around the kitchen, obviously I'll be able to participate or not even participate, but be able to make pizza. That's not necessarily true. How so? You can try, but you won't be good at it. Because remember, success isn't just being able to make it. It's being able to be good at it, right? It's like, okay, if your goal in life is to have a family, but then you're a shitty parent, shitty husband, is that really, you know, that's not really good. So by what you just said, you guys, I caught Ron. I caught him, you guys. I caught him. Listen. So, Ron, by what you just said, you, I said making the pizza success. You said no you got to make it good. So, Ron, when it comes to fantasy basketball, success is winning the championship. Not, the not You're a good manager. Ah, come on. Stop this, man. I didn't say that success is making the greatest pizza ever where everyone's coming and eating your stuff. No, it's just being able to make it good. What's wrong with this guy, man? You, you can't entrap me, man. This guy kept asking questions to entrap me. It ain't happening. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm just clarifying. I'm just clarifying. I gotcha. <laughs> when you said I gotcha, it reminded me of a TV show, but I'll save it for off the air. <laughs> this guy's a funny guy. Um, 
so talking about gotchas, um, couple of guys are on the uh, their faces all over the place uh, when it comes to the TTC. Um, so uh, there are honestly, Ron, I never knew there were so many. After like actually doing my research and seeing all these situations happening over and over again, Ron, police presence need to be at an all time high when it comes to stations, subways, right? Just it needs to be around the TTC because people are being attacked or assaulted or abused in, in any and all forms. Um, so there are a couple of situations, you guys. So there was a situation where, um, Ron, a guy got in an argument with someone and then someone stepped in and then he threw a coffee at the person, correct? The way I read it is that he got into it. He was just starting shit. And then there was a random woman. He just dashed hot coffee at her. Madness, madness. Like for for someone to just, and it's a coffee, right? Some A hot beverage and just pouring it on someone and... Hey, we know what happens when water is extremely that hot to the point where even Tim Hortons, for instance, has that caution warning on it. Like, I don't know, man. These people got to really. They need a they need to really look down the road and say, is this worth it? Is me throwing this coffee? Is it worth it? Punching this person? Is it worth it? They need to really understand. You know, what's freedom versus losing it all they honestly these people i feel like these individuals um they need to visit a beyond scared straight program but for adults um rather than for kids these people are just weirdos man you're not from toronto unless if you've seen a lot of these weirdos on the subway they're all over the place it's crazy i'm leaning towards your suggestion of more of a police presence i believe that's something that they're doing or they're going to hire more security guards, I don't know, or a transit police, whatever they call it. They need something to deter a lot of this nonsense because I feel that every year I've taken the subway, I've seen some sort of madness that, you know, like, if you're not used to it, it could really throw you off. If it's not a, a weirdo uh, doing something illegal, it's people cussing each other early, early in the morning, late at night, or, you know, it could be at any time of the day. Um, just arguments, cussing, um, property being destroyed. Like Ron, I want to say every, if I, every time I'm driving, if I'm driving for a long period of time, I always see a damage, a bus stop, right? So there needs to be, again, I know police can't really stop that. I would rather them be at, um, the stations to prevent, you know, these type of situations. There was even a situation um, that I saw where a streetcar, some guy, he was trying to talk to some girl with his friend and the girl rejected him. So his friend left, got off. And then the guy was just going in, you know, talking about her, her, uh, her features and shaming her, which is just because you got rejected. It's okay, man. It's okay. I'm, I want to say one story, Ron, before you uh, interject, but, um, this was in high school. So before I was in a relationship, I want to make this clear. Um, there was this one girl. I liked her. She was nice. Um, and I asked her for her number. I think I told you, I think I said this story already. And she gave me, you know, the pizza pizza number, the 
416-967-11. And I felt so stupid calling my number. <laughs> but, um, you know, did I snap at the girl? No, I saw her, I saw her back at school the following, maybe not the following day, but after that, you know, maybe a few days after. But I didn't, I just said, okay, you want to act like that? Cool, you know? Now I don't know where she is. I'm going to, I should Facebook her and find out where she is now. Yeah, honestly, man, like this whole thing, because that was the second scenario that you showed me where uh, the guy snapped at a girl that I guess didn't really accept his advance. These guys are just weirdos, man. They're just, they're just weirdos. And then those people that send those email or those phone numbers for like pizza places, they're savage, man. Come on. Just say no. It's not that hard. Not everyone's that weird. I was, I was kind of hurt because Ron, I'm not gonna lie, she was cute. But you know what? I'm I'm happy she did that. I'm not gonna say her name because I don't want no one fact checking this. <laughs> but you know, thank you for rejecting me because I found a wonderful person. So thank you. Mm. It was a blessing in disguise, Ron. Definitely. Who knows? By now, you wouldn't be in a um, successful relationship. You never know. It's true. It's true. You know, I'm I'm in love. I'm in love. Do you want me to say, man? You don't need to repeat it, man. I thought you were gonna say like, "Congrats" or like, "I'm I'm happy." You know, or, when you some when something actually happens, and I'll say, "Congrats." Ooh. Okay. Okay. Putting it on me. I like that. I like that. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so Ron, uh, Wonderland is Let's not talk about up. it, man. All right. Uh, okay, okay, fine. You can talk uh, about it, man. You can talk about it, man. Uh, uh, so Wonderland, you guys is opening up. I'll be completely honest, Ron. I hate roller coasters. I just like Wonderland is one of those things where, um, you know, you go once, right? It's kind of played out for me. I'll be completely honest. I'd rather go to maybe Palladium. Or the rec room. I just feel like you get more for your buck. Um, But it is opening up. There are some attractions there that they are saying, you know, strongly, strongly recommend. Um, You know, try the funnel cakes. Try certain rides. I'm not. After I saw that video uh, with that guy, he was in some type of roller coaster that was uh, same thing like the drop zone where when it was coming back down. So with the drop zone, you guys remember the drop zone is a very, very tall roller uh, ride. You go all the way up and then randomly it just shoots you back down to the ground. Um, this is drop tower guys. Oh, it was called the drop tower. Okay. Um, and he fell out and I always tell people like my girlfriend, she's big on roller coasters. Nah, I, I sent her that video and I told her no more roller coasters for you. You know? So are you a roller coaster type of guy? No. Um, I did go when I used to work there. I did go on roller coasters, but um, I'm not the biggest fan of them. They spook me. True. Bumper cars? I had a really bad experience on them when I was young, and it traumatized me. Never gone back. Whiplash. Yeah, bad. You know when uh, people you know are all like having a good time, and then they just, they're basically like, quadrupling you double teaming you and then it's just like pop 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 my head was fucked I said never again 
Yeah. Yo, sometimes I sometimes those hits when you get T bone randomly. Ooh, you feel it. I ain't gonna lie, man. That's why I strongly like when when you see little kids riding with their parents, I think I'm gonna be completely honest, they need to stop that. Because if you get hit, yes, you're in your seatbelt, but that vibration of that young child being hit from the side by a, a by a grown adult and then that metal machine hey it could cause i'm not saying it's going to cause something long term but we don't want to wait until something to happen to make those adjustments yeah i don't think that that is a very safe ride to be honest it's not something i'm very fond of so i definitely stay away from them so ron when you go to uh these carnivals i will i'm just gonna use the word carnivals um are you more into the rides food or something else for me i ain't gonna lie like when the x is out i'm all about trying out the new types of it's food. too expensive to eat all the different types of food at the x um when i worked at wonderland i got a lot of free food because i worked in the food and beverage industry so the food's not that special at these places in my opinion but I guess that's what you would do at the X because they always advertise all the different things they have. So it's worthy of a try. Okay. What's your, what's the uh, best dish you ever had at one of these uh, amusement parks, festivals, carnivals? I like funnel cake. It's very basic. It's good. Funnel cake it is. Okay. Okay. There was one time I went to, um, I think it was Universal in Florida and I had this thing called a clogger burger. So clogs your arteries. Um, it's 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 a Simpson theme burger. So, um, it's like a donut, and then you had the yeah you had the burger. So the donut was the bun, and then you had the burger, and then you had like a whole bunch of things. I ain't gonna lie, Ron. I didn't eat for the rest of the day. I felt so nasty, but it tastes good. It I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It tastes amazing. I don't know about that, man. I try to stay away from those things because they're so calorically dense. When you eat one thing, you can't eat for the rest of the day. So I try to stay away from stuff like that. I know I'm going to sound stupid with what I'm about to say, but I'm just going to say it. Because I know a lot of people are thinking this. Isn't that good, though? Because remember, your calorie intake needs to be a certain number. And if one meal allowed you to... (laughs) Rod, I see your face. (laughs) I used to think like that. I'm not gonna lie. I used to think like that. Like, let me just have a big meal, and then I'm not gonna eat for the one rest meal, of the day, and I'm technically losing weight and calories. That's two thousand calories, probably for that one damn burger. What kind of foolishness is that? That's not good. One meal having that I'm much thinking, calories but, is not good. But what if you're only having that one meal, Mike? You know it's not good. Stop it. There's a reason why it's that high in calories. No. But you got to remember, look, in one of those Minute Maid juice boxes, right? Um, that small little juice box is like 110 calories. Not good. Right? But that's what I'm trying to say. I see some of those kids. When I used to work at summer camp, Ron, some of those kids would be coming in with three juice boxes. That's 330 calories just on juice box. Not including all the little treats, fruit gushers, fruit roll-ups, um, bear paws, all that. And it's not good. 
I know it's not good. So I'm just trying to say, like, I'm not, I'm not causing even more harm by eating that one meal once. Whatever you say, partner. Okay. Okay. Why you have to hit me with a partner? Like, I said like, partner, geez. man. I heard it as partner. I feel like I'm a bit nasally today, so no. No, it was just partner. Speaking English. I wasn't trying to... You know, I don't know what you want to call it. I wasn't trying to be hip. All right. All right. All right. I, All right. Hey, everybody. Everybody. Every, hey, you guys. Ron's glowing. He's glowing. You should see Definitely him now. Definitely not glowing. glowing. Definitely not glowing. No, real. I see it right now. It's like it's like it's 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 getting bright. Yeah, because it's brighter outside, like man. It. Told you this area is just mad gloomy. Then it gets bright, gloomy, bright. It's very weird. I'm not used to it. Have you been on? Have you been on any trails? Out here, no. I told you, man. Rough time, you know. Rough time this week, but we're gonna be hitting up some um, the last couple of days. Okay. Okay. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know how it goes. Videotape, please. No. Why not? I want to see the experience. No. You should do it yourself. Why didn't you send me any videos when you went to Whistler? I did. No, you didn't. You never asked. Exactly. You didn't show me any. Why are you lying? Well, you, you didn't ask. I'm asking. You wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Ron. You asked? Wait, wait, wait. Yes or no? Black and white. Did you ask? I didn't ask. Well, I'm asking. Well, you ain't getting any. Oh, that that is that is Why fair. Why are you being so difficult that is today? Fair. I'm not being I'm not being difficult, am I? Yeah, you are. Okay, I'm sorry. Am you I better being... be. Oh no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier on this week, you guys, um, so Canada's most wanted list uh came out. I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't like the list coming out because it made me nervous because some of those guys on the list, I swear I seen them before. And I know I'm not the only person that feels like that. Um but they were actually able to catch the guy who was number one, um, which is amazing. To um, me, what was his name I again? I don't even know how to pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? I don't it? know. But it's kind of yeah, weird. I, I, well, you know, yeah, but you know what? I, you guys, he's off the streets, which is great. Um, and again, if you guys see anyone, um, again, it doesn't hurt to call, right? Now, please don't be, and I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to be real with you guys. Don't be racial about it. Just because a person is the same color as that person, don't automatically just call and say, hey, I see this white male, this brown male, this black male, this Asian male that looks something like this person on the most wanted list. Please stay away from creating even more, um, a, creating more of a hostile environment. Um, cause we already know all the race battles that we're in, but again, if you are actually certain call, please call and get these guys off the streets cause they're terrible. What I found to be very weird was they put it out on Tuesday and they found them by Tuesday night. 
So to me, somebody knew about him and then right away snitched. I guess it's not snitching, now, did they... but like they, they called it in. So hold on. So they, okay. So they, so they put it out Tuesday now, morning. Saying... Then Tuesday evening, he was caught. His um, wanted or his, the amount was 250000 So that makes me think that somebody knew or somebody was aware of him, didn't say anything. And then the second they got the opportunity, they did. Okay, now, Ron, I'm not sure if you watched the show, but did you ever watch Prison Break? <laughs> so, as you can see, even in Prison Break, right, they didn't know who these criminals were, right? They came into your life. They seemed like a very good person. You had that beautiful interaction with them. And then afterwards, like, Ron, I didn't even know. Like, let's say that guy was around me. I truly did not know that uh that person was on the most wanted list. So you can't really penalize them. It's not until that information was released. Based on that, it's, uh, I think that you were reading something with me earlier about the most wanted list, how they determine. And it's usually people that are pretty, are bad. It's like bad people that get to the top of the list. So that's why I was like, okay, clearly he must have had a history for him to be at the top of the list. It doesn't. To be honest, Ron, um, reading a few articles, um, he only killed he killed one person. Now I'm not trying to like make it seem like oh man he only killed one person. It's not that bad. He killed someone, so you should automatically be judged and punished to the highest degree. You take a life. You know what? A lot of people, a lot of people are with this whole eye for an eye, right? You know, I'm. For me, it's situational, right? But, um. I still don't think people knew that he was on this list. Like he killed one person after an altercation at a Boston pizza. Right. And he's just shot the person in the parking lot. So like, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. I, I don't know how he's number one though. That's what I mean. I don't know if how he's he number one. It usually means that he was bad before, you know, and even listening to the way that he killed him, like they had an altercation, he waited outside and he shot him when he came outside. It's like, I don't know about you, but I know it's not that easy to get a gun too. So it's like, there's a lot of things that make it seem a bit weird. Um, and the fact that he got found out like the same day that like something smells funny about this. Well, we'll find out in the coming days, how everything will be played out. Um, but he's he's off the streets, so that's great. Um, shout out to um, the people that were part of this, and let's get some more of them off the streets. Reading some of the backstories of these guys, like these stories are crazy, man. You don't want no problems. <laughs> no, and you know what? That's why you gotta like sometimes as a as a male, right? We want to protect our manlyhood and. You know, and and stand up and be that tough guy. Yo, hey, sometimes just humble yourself, walk away. Because in these situations, who knows, right? That could have been me, right? That could have been anyone, right? So we got to learn from this situation. Mm-hmm. Can't be too too much of a hothead. That's why I'm so peaceful. You're a hothead, like, man. I start no problems. What? 
Ron, I am one of the most peaceful people you have ever met in your life. Cap? No. Oh, see, thank you. I'm I'm a nice guy. No, you're not one of the most peaceful people I know. Explain. I might okay, hold on. Before you explain, yes, I might joke around. Yes, I might stir the pot. You know what is peaceful yeah, about might, that? No, no, it's it's jokey. It's 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 want wanted to watch a, a nice drama series, right? A soap opera. Who who Stop doesn't like drama? Nonsense, man. It it keeps it keeps Stop us alive. Like nonsense. that's why I had that. That's why I had that whole situation in the podcast because I mean not the podcast, sorry, in our fantasy league because the season is long and I need something to motivate me. Every year on, I'm gonna be doing something just to kind of like, you know, amp it up a bit. Like, wasn't this year just fascinating? Like it was. You know it was. I don't think so. Ah, uh, it's okay. Yeah, man. I think it was. It was a beautiful season. Remember when you uh punched that uh guy on the basketball court? Punch who? There's a guy um, when we were playing at Humber. That was years ago. But that was a moment I'm like, yo, this guy's this guy's fucked. Oh, you're talking to scrimmage during like our lunch break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that? I had to defend myself. Okay. I I had to defend my honor. We got bullied off the court, yo, because of that. No, no, no. It got into a whole, like, Ron, it looked like the malice at the palace that day. And it wasn't just me. It was everyone. No, 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 no. You escalated it. Because your move was not a what basketball you move. Yours would have been a flagrant two in the NBA. No, Ron, the thing about it was I had to commit a tough foul. I don't even remember what happened, but I, all I know is, like, nothing easy. That's my rule. No, nah, man. It, it had not, the guy was pissing you off, and you just, you, you just basically punched him. And then there was a, a guy that may be on the most wanted list, I don't know, who was on that court and kicked us off. None of us wanted any problems. So we just, he just took the ball and told us to get off the court, and we're like, what? Who is this guy? And then someone's like, yo, chill, chill. Don't challenge him. And I was like, wait, who is this guy? <laughs> That someone's saying to chill, chill, leave him alone. The man just took the ball and kicked us off the court because of you and your flagrant too. That was the first time I saw you like that. And then when we were on the outlaws, you were getting too worked up, getting real mad all the time. And then in the fantasy chat, that's kind of like like mellow stuff. It's not really serious. But that's where I could tell you don't like peace, man. Wait, are are you saying I'm that I'm the embodiment of that meme? I don't like peace. I want problems. You're saying that's I me. I have no idea what this meme is. Yeah, but you like problems. Maybe now that you're you know approaching thirty, you don't like problems as much. But you definitely did like problems. I want all the smoke, man. They call me they call me the human chimney. <laughs> that is the corniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, man, I'm like Santa Claus, you know, all about that smoke. Scary. Well, you know who doesn't want smoke? Ray J. Ray J <laughs> did not want no smoke with Kanye. None whatsoever, man. Yeah, I find it interesting that Kanye was able to get that back. It's kind of weird. 
That whole thing seems too scripted, man. You're going to the game? All right, man. Good luck, eh? Good luck. Sorry, my brother was just heading to the game. This is a real... Wait, I'm wait. nervous, Ron. Oh, it's, oh, it's 3.30 over there, so it's a little bit later. I was just like, whoa, yeah. this is super early, but no. No, no, because he, he works there, right? Yo, Ron, I, I, yo, I was talking to my brother today. Sorry to cut you, but, man, like, I'm nervous for this game. I'm really, really nervous for this game. There's no point in being nervous, man. If they win, they win. But, yeah, sorry about that. Continue? Sorry. I don't remember, man. Just keep on going. But, yeah, no, you were talking about uh, how how Kanye got it back. Oh, good memory on you. I don't know. It seems kind of weird, yeah. It's just weird. Like, all of this stuff seems too scripted. Like, the drama in the first episode, and then now the drama's being corrected. Kanye got it back from Ray J. We don't really know how he got it back. It's just weird. He said, well, he said, hey, we're not going to. Well, what's the the mom in the clip? The mom's like, hey, how much did you pay? He said, no checks. So. What does that even mean? Right. Well, he said it's, um, what's the word? Extortion. It's a extort, extort. Extortion. I'm not even going to say the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. But yeah, he said no one's gonna be doing it over here. So you don't know. Maybe Kanye hit him with some um with some lawyer papers, right? Like who really wants those those problems at all? I wouldn't. But he's a hero though. Shout out to <laughs> Kanye. Man, nah, nah, but Ron, it he it was sick. Like the man came with the suitcase and boom, opened up and like there's some you know, you could tell when this tape was made because there's some old stuff in there. <laughs> um, some old stuff. But and Kanye was looking giddy over there, tying his strings and everything. He's all happy. But I like that. Now, my only question is. Is this before or after the whole Pete Davis thing? That's what I really want. Apparently, it was just before the SNL episode. So just before Pete Davidson. Okay. Okay. So hold on, like, yo, Kim, mm-hmm. Kim, Kim, not. Mm-hmm. So after Kanye did all that, you gonna? Ouch, that's a diss. That's a real diss. Like the man helped you out big time, and you got kids. Like this girl was crying multiple times on TV, so we can just imagine what she's doing behind closed doors. And you diss him like that? Bro, that shit's whack, eh? But it is what it is, man. That's super hurtful. Super. And, hey, you know what? I just hope, hey, Kanye, if you're listening, shout out to you for helping out. Being the bigger person and helping out your ex. Or I can't even say his ex-wife. Just a a person helping her out. Good stuff, man. Mm Mm-hmm. And, Ron, so... With the whole with the whole um supernatural mishap with the bisexual, what what exactly happened? Because all I know this guy's like, are you introvert? Are you in- extrovert? And then bisexual, and I'm all like, I have no idea the- what was going on. But this guy said that I guess Misha Collins maybe his name. Uh, he said that during like a a perform. I don't know what he was on. He was on stage for something, and then he said that. 
He feels he's an extrovert, introvert, and a bisexual. He's, he encompasses all those things. So then everyone thought that he was coming out as bisexual, and he had to correct it. I just found that that was incredibly, incredibly weird. How do you accidentally say that you're bisexual? It's, it's, it's weird. You got to remember, um, so apparently his role in, the, in that TV series, he actually does play um, a gay character, right? So I guess you got to remember, Ron, when you're, you always hear when you're a great actor, you actually, you, you don't play the role, you become the role. So I guess he became that, that, that character plus his regular, normal, everyday self. So I guess maybe that's why he thinks he's bi. He says it was a mistake, so he's not bi. I don't know what what, what this is no, about. No, I'm saying at that moment, at that moment he probably thought he was, but then he realized the reaction, so he's backtracking. I don't know, man. Holy weird, man. They're all weirdos, man. They do these things, they backtrack. It's just, I don't get it, man. How do you make a mistake like that? If you're not, you're not. It's fine. If you are, you are. It's fine. It's just weird. How this stuff all happens. Maybe he was in character like you're saying, but you know how people are when they hear certain things, they just run with it. Probably wants another stronger uh, following, so. Mm. You know. Yeah, because look, the, the right after that, he's like, um, he, he backtracked. He said he was sorry, but he really stands for that community, so. I don't know. I don't know. But it's crazy because a lot of people are upset with that TV show um, because his character died. And they're always saying, hey, how come uh, the gay character always dies first? But I personally thought it was always the black character that died first. (laughs) But I don't even know why people are getting upset. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, yeah, we always joke around about that. You know, why is the black person always dying first in the... And like a horror film, right? But like, it's a TV show. It's a movie. It's a drama. Whatever. Like, why are people getting so upset about that? I like. It's 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 make it's make believe. It's fake, right? Let's not get too amped up about it. Yeah, it's just very weird. Whenever that happens, it's not that big of a deal, in my opinion. It, I guess sometimes it's how they kill them or when they kill them, or why they kill them, that may play a role in people's feelings about it. But, you know, every show has this stuff happen where people leave the show, they need to kill people. It's just it's just the way that it goes, you know? Exactly. He might have he might has, uh, another project coming up, right? That's what we always got to remember, right? Usually when someone leaves a TV show, they have something coming up, or is either something good's happening for them, or something bad's happening where... The show just doesn't want them anymore. Like um, Jesse, Jesse, what what did what did Dave Chappelle call him? Jesse Smoujet or something like Jesse that. Jesse Smollett. Yeah, like hey, he got the boot off of um, Empire because of his whole um, fiasco about being hanged and all that. But let's not even get into that stupid story, man. It's ridiculous. Oh no, no, I, I that's why I just that's why I kind of just faded. It wasn't my mic. I just kind of faded out because I was like, nah. Man, I don't know. Today I'm like, um, 
I feel like I don't really have many topics to offer. There's, to be honest, this was a very quiet week. I think everyone was taken by storm with the whole um, purchase of Twitter with Elon. Mm-hmm. Um, 44 bill, eh? I don't know where the hell this money 40... comes from, man. Uh, well, I know in his bank account, they said that he had $4 billion saved. <laughs> $4 billion I guess saved? he does a good job at saving. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah, so he, so yeah, he had to, sh- he had to sell some of his shares, um, to come up with the money, but he bought Twitter. Do you? Um, allegedly. You go on. Huh? No, allegedly, there's talks of bringing Donald Trump back on Twitter. That's how these guys do, man. Like, hey, man, freedom of speech, I guess. You know, let him say whatever he wants. But it's just weird. Like, people are up in arms about this. I don't know what the big deal is. Maybe I'm just a little bit out of the loop. But I don't really get why everyone's all up in arms. If Donald Trump comes back, I think it was kind of scary that they were able to mute somebody um, to begin with. So now that he's back, I feel like the order, a little bit of order has been restored. Like a lot of people are leaving or up in arms about uh, Elon purchasing this. I don't know why. I just think it's because of who he is and how he acts. He's a very free spirit person. Um, A lot of people don't like that because usually when you're at such a high standard, they want you. It's like the Yankees, for instance, right? You play for us. You need to be clean shaved. And you need to look like this, right? So when you're a part of the elites, they want you to look and act a certain way. And because he defies that, that's why a lot of people kind of, you know, they, they don't like how he acts. And they always challenge him and get at him about a few things. But, hey, man, he's he's doing his thing. And that's what happens when you have money. Mm, I don't know. It, it's just weird. I never... I don't really hold any of these guys to any specific standard, man. I do know that a lot of them do a lot of weird things, right? So what's the point of, you know, expecting things from them? Like, it's ridiculous. What do you mean by expecting things? Like, why does he have to act the way that everyone wants him to act as a rich person or as a billionaire or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, we live in a generation now where Everyone is free to do what basically whatever the hell they want. But then we still have these standards that we place on certain people because they've reached a certain level. And now we think that they should act this way. That's BS. Man. We're all accustomed to something, right, Ron? We, we've been on this planet a, a long time, so we are conditioned to act a certain way, to behave a certain way because of all of our past experiences, right? Um, we, we're, we're told to eat with a fork, right? But now if we saw someone eating with their hands, we would say, Hey, this person is weird. This person is disgusting. This person doesn't have table manners, but maybe in their culture, it's okay to eat with your hands. But again, we live in a world where people are open to doing whatever they want. In Ghana, some people eat with their hands. You know, even in North America, people eat sandwiches, pizza with their hands, but that's not weird. That's that's kind of messed up, you know. Each culture is different. Each person is different. Should be able to act how they want. I say to a certain degree, 
you know, as long as you're not causing harm, you know, and it's not too dangerous, then I think, you know, even with those conditions and guidelines, I still think there's still a, a fine line. But yeah, no, there is a fine line. There definitely is. I wasn't being like completely literal when I said that, but yeah. No, I'm I'm just trying to throw you off. You Why? Know? Is it working? It definitely isn't. Oh wait, Why? who's better, Patrick Beverly or Demar Derozan? I am. Woo hoo Ron, thank you for that question. Thank you. See, you guys, I got him again, and he opened up the door. Ron. I'm going to ask you this. I know it's not correct to answer a question with a question, but I'm going to do that. Okay. If the first time I'm watching basketball, the first time ever watching basketball was the start of the playoffs this season. So from the playing tournament till now, who played better? DeMar or Patrick? Who's the better player? In the playoffs, Patrick Beverly. Who is the better player? Patrick Beverly. That's all I need to hear. All I can say, obviously, Demar is the better player. No, you said Patrick right? is. He's you not. Said Patrick is. That's all I need to hear. In, in these playoffs, it's Patrick. Ron, okay, Ron, is that wrong? Am I wrong? Or am I right with that? Yo, remember the tier system. What what level is Patrick Beverly in? Like, think about it. They have D'Lo. They have Ant-Man. They have Carl Anthony Towns. Three players before you get to Patrick Beverly. The pressure is not on him. So he doesn't have to, you know, I guess, perform at a certain level. Everything he does is a bonus. DeMar is either one, two, or three. So obviously, we've already said this. He's not one of the best. He's not one of the greatest. So that's what it is. So, because he's so much better than Pat, why is he putting up numbers worse than Pat? Because Pat is fourth. He's like the fourth option. Ron, Don't be dumb, Mike. Ron, if you're great, you're great. Right? You 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 don't go you don't go you don't you don't take 20 shots to score 20 points. He scored 23. Yeah, you don't take twenty shots to score in the twenties. No, that it's super. So easy. when you when you, take, you, 30, when you take thirty shots, how many points should you off uh, score? Just remember, every when shot you take equals thirty shots. Two points. How many points should you get? In the minimum in the forties. Did you watch Brooklyn versus Boston? Oh, KD had a terrible night for sure. And who is the first option on the team? KD. Who are they focusing? Ron, team is in a but they're focusing all their attention towards KD. That's why it's hard. When your attention isn't focused on a player, then it's going to be easier for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask you this. Chris Middleton, he, he played. He played, correct? No, I don't know. I didn't watch the game. So the second best player on the Bucks didn't play, and Demar in a closeout game still scored eleven points. What does that have to do with anything? Closeout game, 
you're a so-called great and you score only 11 points and you're the best guy on the team? I told you he's not the best guy on the team. On paper, he should be, but he's not. At the end of the day, DeMar is a fine player. I think now, after all these playoffs, disappointment, I think he can probably be the at max the third best player on a championship team. We all knew this. No, nope. A lot of people were saying second. Man. I think second is way too high. He's like he's he's a Draymond Green. No, he's not. I feel like he can come off the bench, score some points, and he can close out the game, you know, be on the court during crunch time. You're dissing, man. How am I dissing? You're that's dissing. the best way to utilize him. We they said the same thing with Westbrook, and that's not dissing. You're dissing. We're looking for success. I don't see how it's dissing. I just think, you know, we put players as a coach, me, I'm putting the players in a place where they can where I can succeed. Remember, as a coach, my only loyalty is to winning. Because if I don't win, I get fired. I literally told you the exact same thing. I said that if DeMar DeRozan has to be the best player every night for them to win, they're not winning in the playoffs. I said that exact same thing to you, and they didn't win. It's simple. He is a second or third option. Ideally, you'd like him to be the third option, especially had he gone to the Lakers, having him, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, that would have been nice for him. They still wouldn't have made it to I the think players. they would have. Nah, this is DeMar we talking about, Ron. They still had the opportunity to make the trade for Buddy Heald as well. I would have rather Buddy But they would have had Buddy Heald and DeMar. I don't think DeMar would have worked. All right, man. But Patrick Beverly would have. Westbrook didn't work. Remember. Yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Neither can DeMar. He has a mid-range shot. Ron, when teams are running zone, bodies are still there. So mid-range still wouldn't work against the zone. You need to stop that silliness, man. Who do you have uh, for the second round? I don't know, man. Winning the second round. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I'd like to see what the full landscape is before I make any um, predictions. But we'll see. Like, honestly, I, like I, I said before, I thought Golden State, Phoenix, and um, what is it? Milwaukee, Miami are the two best bets. But if the Raptors make it, I think that the Raptors can beat um, Miami. I also think Boston can beat the Bucks. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. And one of the biggest stories of the playoffs so far is the story of John Morant's dad. Um. You, did you see the clip where John Morant's dad and Usher were sitting beside each other? Man, I don't know what the hell's going on there, man. The game was sick, but like Ron, that shit they, is weird, man. They look alike. It's just weird, though. I feel like he's taking Who away from knows? his son. I lie. All the, everyone's looking at the dad. No one's looking at Ja. <laughs> he has to do these crazy dunks to make sure everyone stays focused on him. It's crazy, man. That dunk was like amazing that comeback he's on a come you see oh your your favorite player he got fouled out that's why they lost i agree i agree just remember he took it to game six 
All right, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about? This guy's tripping, man. <laughs> uh, no, that is everything. That is everything. Sign out, man. What about you? I'm good. What about you? I'm good. You're good? All right, man. Sign out, well, man. everyone, thank that's it. That's it's what I'm doing. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense. Remember, you can listen to us on all major platforms. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, you guys. And remember, we love you. Okay? But we need we need it to be a two-way street, so you guys got to love us back. All right? And we can do it. All right? So you guys take care. One love. Ron, no, 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 no. Since I did a closing, you got to do the, oh, oh. love. Yes. <laughs>